Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. One of the stars that shine on the Chicago skyline is the 100-story building known as John Hancock Center. It's just short of 1,500 feet to the top of the twin antennas that are perched on that skyscraper, and as you might expect, there's a lot of elevators inside the building. But that building completed some 54 years ago, and some of that machinery now showing its age, as there have been several reports of incidents about people getting stuck in those elevators and having to be rescued by the fire department. That includes one really scary incident back in November when a cable on one of the express elevators broke. The elevator car dropped nine floors before it came to a stop. Now all the safety features functioned as required and there were no injuries, but officials now say they're taking steps to correct the problem. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, Cliff, (laughs) if I'm in an elevator... yeah. And a cable breaks, and we drop nine floors. Yes. I'm saying to myself, the safety measures are not working. (laughs) One floor, maybe two. Yeah. But I'm a little skittish (laughs) on two floors. (laughs) Can you imagine nine (laughs) floors? What is that? It's like 100 feet. Dropped 100 feet. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Guess who's going to the party room after that? So. I'm the first one out the door, I'm I don't, telling you. I don't think you're going to have time to get there is what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I'm willing to bet this morning that no one listening has yes. ever had, let's say, their beautician yeah. or their barber mm-hmm. arrested. <laughs> and it's happened to me, Cliff. And it's very awkward. <laughs> Extremely awkward. So someone who cut your hair. Yes. Has been arrested. The man who cuts my hair. So was he arrested while he was cutting your hair? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Afterwards. Okay. He was arrested and charged with drunk yeah. with drunk barbering while blind. <laughs> and I believe, Cliff, at the court date, yeah. yours truly is going to be Exhibit A. <laughs> they're, they're, they're entering your haircut as evidence. I think my head will have to make an appearance at the court. As Exhibit A. It's awkward, Cliff. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, I don't want to turn the guy in or anything, but, I mean, <laughs> they tell you to go. You got to go and be... So, so you got a subpoena is what you're saying? Yes. So mm. I'll be, a, I'm a guessing, Exhibit... Exhibit A. Yeah. I can only imagine what his defense attorney's going to say. I don't think... No, that... his head just looks like that. <laughs> well, no, no. Hey, hey. It's a little cruel. We, they're called porch pirates, and they're those who would steal whatever UPS or FedEx has delivered to your front door. And with the ever-growing amount of online shopping, those deliveries much more commonplace these days. You place your order, it gets shipped, the driver leaves it on your front porch, you'll pick it up when you get home from work. But the porch pirate, well, they just swoop in and in a matter of seconds pick up the cardboard box and be gone. And in the process steal something they really have no idea what what it is that they're taking. Which really does seal the deal that people will steal anything anytime and anywhere. 
That evidence today takes us to Spartanburg, South Carolina, where a woman called the sheriff's office to report she had become victim of just such a crime. An identified woman had gotten a notification Friday morning about a package she'd been expecting had been delivered to her home, but when she got there at the end of the day, there was no sign of it. She later told a TV station she'll probably now be installing some surveillance video gear to watch the front porch, but in spite of the fact that the exotic animal collector is out a thousand bucks, she's getting a chuckle at the thought of criminals going home to open the box containing nine tarantulas. <laughs> Police say they don't have a suspect at this time, and they are looking to the web for help. <laughs> This thief won't be hard to, <laughs> to spot, Cliff. No. It's the guy running down the street <laughs> screaming and hollering. The one with the dirty drawers. Yes. <laughs> you see, Cliff, if you're going to be a yeah. porch thief, yes. never take a package that has air holes in it. True. Don't do that. No, you don't want to do that at because all. Because there's yeah, no telling bad. what's in there. <laughs> On the AP News at 7 o'clock, they... Had a small story, Cliff, about yes. Burger King and what they're going to be doing on August the 8th. You see, they're going to start selling a meatless Whopper. <laughs> yeah, I heard that. <laughs> a meatless Whopper. What is the world coming yeah. to, Cliff, when we're trying to put plants and try to fake you like it's actual meat? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it has a place. Some people, you know, but not the place that it is not. Burger King. <laughs> I would not think so. I don't think yeah. of, um, you know, a meatless burger when I think of Burger King. And that story reminded me of my yeah. favorite restaurant. Cliff. Yes. Your favorite restaurant? Yes. I'm not going to okay. name it. It happens to be in Evansville. I okay. absolutely love this place. Yeah. Now, the food is so unhealthy at this restaurant that their motto there is, yeah. why not tap out early? <laughs> and so I'll be going there more often now, Cliff. Right. Yes. Because when you've got a motto like that, uh -huh. you know it tastes good. Yesterday, Cliff, on the way yeah. home, mm -hmm. I passed by two donut shops. Okay. One here in Princeton and one in Fort Branch. Yeah. And it kind of hit me like lightning out of the clear blue sky. I got to thinking, Yeah. let me cream that for you. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, I'm thinking about this, Cliff. Let me cream that. <laughs> You see, I could go into a donut shop. Yeah. Maybe there's places like this. I've never seen it. But I would go in and I would order a donut. Yeah. Let's say, well, let's not kid ourselves. I'd order more than one donut. I was going to say, I, didn't, I hadn't quite gotten the words to come out yet. <laughs> Caught myself there. I would order several donuts. Yes. Let's just say I had yeah. long johns on my mind. Okay. And I get six of those devils. Okay. And then... You, after you sell me those, yeah. donut maker, mm -hmm. you sell me different syringes filled with decadence, like oh. cream and jelly and oh, chocolate. So you could do like your own filling, is what you're saying. Yes. Let me cream it. That would be my <laughs> philosophy. What do you think? I think that's, that might actually have some value. And they would have these it's syringes. A marketable product right there. Yes. These syringes would be on the wall back there behind yeah. them and you mm -hmm. just pick the ones you want they've got all different kinds of yeah. flavors and you just jam it in and fill it up <laughs> i'm telling you cliff this could be the million dollar idea right here it could be you know and they save time they don't have to mess around yeah, yeah with... i mean there's less production costs in the back room for them they yes. just have to make donuts yes and fill those little 
tube things. Yes, let me cream it. Because <laughs> that way, Cliff, they wouldn't have to throw anything away because, you know, they had an overabundance of raspberry cream today and nobody bought it. Yeah, because who likes that stuff anyway? Yes, you would just have a syringe that you could, like, you know, possibly uh, refrigerate. Yeah. True. Use it the next day. Yeah. I'm that telling makes sense. you. Would that not be fun? Plus, it would be fun. There would be a certain novelty to it. I guess say be. that. I mean, I've never yeah. uh, creamed a donut. Have you? <laughs> have you ever done that in your life? I've seen it done. I've watched it done You've many times. It done. Was it like in a movie or something? No, or no. It was at the donut place. They didn't have the filling I wanted, and so she said, "I'll go cream it for you." And I'm thinking, well, this way, <laughs> it's do it yourself. Yes. <laughs> Do-it-yourself creaming at the donut shop. I'm telling you, this is a million-dollar idea. Uh, well, Cliff, I'm sure you remember. I'm hoping some of our wonderful listeners remember, too. Yeah. Casey Kasem, the American legendary top, radio DJ. American Top 40. Yeah. And, you know, as a DJ, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but he had the million-dollar idea. Yes, he did. Yes. And he was smart enough to not give it away or sell it. He turned it into his own show, and he made a career of it. But Over as, years. But as a DJ, yeah. Well, he's back in the news, Oh, he is, uh, You know, he passed away a oh, few the, years and, ago. Oh, that's right. And there's like this huge cloud of, I don't know, weirdness yes. surrounding his death. Yes. And now his wife and his kids are yeah. accusing each other yeah. of actually causing his death. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> And they're going to court over this. Oh, they are? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Does it want to look like a wrongful death suit? I think so, Cliff. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I can almost hear Casey Kasem's attorney right now, Cliff. <laughs> and what? some point during the uh, court proceedings, <laughs> yeah. he will look at the judge, the yeah. lawyer will, and yeah. say, Your Honor, I'll be right back after these brief messages. <laughs> Does that now sound familiar? It does sound familiar. Exactly yeah. right. We have this story from Prince George, Canada. Not so much about the criminal in the case. It's about the way they caught him. That sting operation used a method that could only be written about by the morning roadshow department of just in time for breakfast. There's no doubt 57-year-old Ricky Bruce Gordon is a bad man, a convicted child molester who had been released from prison after serving his sentence and was reportedly staying in a halfway house while he served out the terms of his parole. Now, conditions of that probation included a long list of things he was not allowed to possess, and some of those proved just how sick and twisted the man was, as the judge ordered Gordon not to own or come into contact with dolls in children's underwear. Police, though, say they got a report from his landlord at the halfway house that indicated he might be violating some of that probation order, and they decided to set up a sting operation. Detectives following Gordon around noted he was going into family restrooms in several businesses briefly and then leaving without making any purchases in those stores. So as the sting, they planted marked diapers in those restrooms, diapers that they later found to be in his possession, thus marking the first ever use of a bait diaper to catch a criminal. He'll spend two more years in prison. A bait diaper. A bait diaper. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> 64 at Country 98.1. I thought this was long gone in history, Cliff. The yeah. bubonic plague. But 
Medical experts are saying yeah. that Los Angeles could see an outbreak of the bubonic plague. I thought this died with the knights in the well, shining armor was, and all uh, of that. It was a plague in Europe. Yeah, right about that time. And it more or less went away, yeah. But it's caused, it's a bacterial infection. And you will die in two to six days. <laughs> if you get it. Wow. Uh, but it comes from flea bites. If you have uh, fleas that are infected with that bacteria and they transmit it to you, then you can get it. And now it makes sense. Why is that? Because they're warning residents in L.A. Yeah. To avoid touching furry little creatures. <laughs> Like rabbits and squirrels. Okay. Danny DeVito, I'm assuming no he's going to be on there too. Although he's kind of bald now, so he, it, it's well, not quite so hairy. Well, his back, his back is pretty hairy. Yeah. I'm going to ask Cliff to make a, a choice between two different items for our Take It to the Bank. And I want you, if okay. you would, to listen to the two choices that Cliff is going to have and you decide which one you think he's going to pick before <laughs> he picks it. Okay. Okay. Here are the choices that, Cliff, I'd like for you to pick for our Take It to the Bank. Okay. Do you want to hear a Take It to the Bank about the painter Bob Ross? Okay. From PBS? Yes. Or mm -hmm. making better decisions because you have a full bladder? <laughs> Which one do you think Cliff's going to pick? <laughs> Got your selection? <laughs> Cliff, which one are you picking? Um, I'm picking the fact about a full bladder. Who would have thought that? <laughs> Who got that wrong right on their test paper this morning? Uh-huh. Well, that's coming up on the Morning Road Show with Weed and Cliff. And time now for Take It to the Bank. Picked by our very own Cliff Ingram wait, wait, sorry, this I was, morning. I was distracted. I know you were. Yeah, I've been texting. I know. All right. But go ahead. Here we go. Yes. Anyone considering an expensive purchase, yeah. well, you might want to drink a bottle of water before you do that. And I mean a full bottle. Okay. Because scientists have now concluded yes. that people with full bladders make wiser decisions than people with empty bladders. Okay. They've discovered that our brain's self-control mechanism provides restraint in yeah. all areas at one time. And they found that people with full <laughs> bladders were able to better control and hold off making important or expensive decisions leading to much better judgment. So if you have to pee really bad, yes, you're going to make a better decision because your brain is not only working to help you hold it in, it's also going to be able to work to Help you hold in the bad choice you might make otherwise. That's right. Okay. You have better self-control over yourself if you have a full bladder. Okay. So the next time you go to get a car loan yeah. or possibly a house loan, yeah. your very first house, yeah. I would suggest massive amounts of water before <laughs> right, you walk right. in. Or take a job, job as a DJ. That too, Cliff, <laughs> yes. All of that, you can tank... Tank. You can tank to the You can tank to the bank. <laughs> Here's Chris Young. Oh my goodness. Anything said today, Cliff? Uh yeah, sure. Phrases of a day start with number three. Huge cloud of weirdness. Number two. 
Let me cream that. <laughs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today. I'm a little shocked in the shower when I look down. I've got ugly toenails. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> yeah, like I said, no one wants to see that. Period. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.